A very warm welcome to This World Game Changers podcast, where your host, Paul D. Lowe, embraces many crucial conversations that compassionately contribute towards creating a better life and world. Paul's intention is very simple, to help get people's inspirational insights and motivational messages out into the world so others may benefit. Hello listeners and welcome to this World Game Changes podcast episode where today we, and I'll tell you who we is in a moment, are going to be talking about the fascinating topic of family matters and let's progress on family matters. So we is, we've got Rebecca Wheel, you may have heard her name once or twice before from the UK and Rubria Mendoza from St. Louis in the United States of America. Ladies, a very warm welcome to you both. Thank you. Thank you. So, under this Blessed Beyond Belief podcast and book series, um, mm, family matters. Why does it matter? Why? Why is family important? Why does family matter? Anyone? Well, family, you know, for me is it's important because it's the the center and the key point to anything that we do. Right? As um um having as a family just in the sense of parents, kids or cousins, you know, relatives is one important very important aspect, right? The um values, the support, the the circles that we are going to be outside and and also that will be depending on how that dynamic right that those bonds are created then that will translate to any other area in our lives work friends etc that's mm. family important the importance of family for me mm. okay Rubria, a nice intro rebecca any thoughts family matters yeah, so family matters. Um, I mean, family's family's so important, isn't it? I, I feel anyway in my life, um, and I guess because it's the people that are in your life and that are closest to you, um, and that are always kind of there, and they're, you know, they. Uh, offer that support that love and um, you've got like the memories of family and those you know all of the ins and outs of life the ups and downs and um and whether that family is your actual you know blood family or whether that family is you know um soul family or or people that are close to you um it's your community it's your um you know sounding board and ev- everything that kind of goes with family and um yeah it's it's I feel like it's it's um very important and it's something that's been very important in my life okay so thank you very much for stealing my thunder around uh the question I was going to ask next about is that restricted to you know biological blood family so you've you've answered that one ahead <laughs> um, I, I want to throw in something that I've certainly heard over most of my life and blood is thicker than water family first any thoughts around that rubria blood <laughs> is thicker than water um depending of the of the conception of the family right what family means to to you in my case, um, yes, family is, uh, I, um, for me, family is priority, right? But the family, or what I call it, family is what is, you know, a little, it might be a little different. So family, not just blood related. Family, you know, I have a strong connection with someone um she's like my second mom we are not blood related and yet we are equally close as I was with my mom 
Mm. I have a strong um, group of friends. We met, I don't know, 20 plus years ago. And we call ourselves family. We, even our kids, when we start having kids, our kids are introducing to to the adults as our uncles, aunts, uh, etc. Because you know, is is how we we feel the connection. So yes, family family matters. Family is priority, but also it's not just family in the sense of the four here, right? or the six or the ten, I mean, is the, the concept of what family is, where I feel love, where I feel safe, um, where I feel um, belong, right? Yeah. And the opposite also. I mean, I would love to think that, you know, people would love to feel the same way. You know, coming here, like they feel like they belong here. They feel like they want to come. They feel like, hey, it's a nice place to go visit. It's, so I think it's a um, reciprocal thing. Mm. Mm. Okay. What about what, what about what about when family is wrong or we have fallouts? Uh, and you know, I've certainly in my time come across. Um, some you know not just with my own family but i've witnessed with many other families some serious fallouts where mm. people take sides they take judgments and there's almost this from my experience growing up as a child and i witnessed this as a, from a very very early age where people i'm talking more about blood family now it mm-hmm. they almost feel that there's they've got the right to take a stand or a judgment against somebody in their family. And when it doesn't, they don't do what they think they should do. There's divisions. People go uh, years without speaking. There's heated arguments. You know, I've seen it so much, particularly when one passes within a family and the way they, disgustingly, in my view, start arguing about who's going to inherit what and how that splits so-called families down the middle to me that's not family but there's this whole thing around judgment that we've got the right because we're linked by blood and i absolutely for what it's worth love what you two guys have said around the you know for me the blood doesn't matter it's the the calling the emotional aspect the whole connection that you've got with that fellow soul that matters whether there's a blood linkage or not is irrelevant because when you think about it you know a partner that comes into your life is not family, but then becomes family once you're together, if that makes sense. So what about what do we do then when this we have this, you know, when one of our family is wrong? What do we do then? Is that tough love time? I feel like it's all about, well, when something does someone something wrong, I, I think I think the family when you're really close with your family and you grow up with them and you learn from them and you learn the good things and the bad things and, you know, all of the kind of lessons of, of life, I feel like it's very triggering. It can be very triggering being around family because they can present to you, you know, um, almost like a mirror of, of what you kind of reflect or what reflects back to how you see yourself in many ways. Um, those kind of similarities um can cause maybe conflict so I don't know I, I feel like for me it's around it it comes back to the self-work you know if there's something that's going off there it's like having a look at actually yourself in the situation because there's maybe a projection that's going on there you know in that fallout um but you know I don't think all families are uh, n- not from my point of view but maybe you know there are families that just they don't see eye to eye and that's fine you know I don't think that there's any um like you know um anything wrong with going separate ways if that's the best for those people you know um that's not in my experience but um 
I think it just depends on the attempt depends on the individual and um but yeah I think the self-work is very important because that could all just be something that's showing you something that you need to kind of look at around yourself yeah yeah I kind of get that uh, I do get that but I think that you know unless like you say if person you know if people have not been on the the path of discovery of self-discovery self-awareness um you know I've certainly come across this for the biggest part of my life and I was on that path for many years of my life and I just kind of trying to offer this balanced view of how you know um things can break down significantly and and hiding behind cliches like blood is thicker than water and people taking really strong judgmental stands because they think they've got the right to because you're my brother you're my sister you know whatever the blood relationship is um yeah rubria any thoughts around that I think uh, in my experience, I've been through through those. You know, I'm, unfortunately, those things happen, right? In the family, the family doesn't mean that, you know, everyone, I think it's quite the opposite. The, because we are family, we know our strengths, our weakness points, and you know, it's when things can clash, right? Because we we don't necessarily, and and I actually I think that's one of the greatest things as a family. We don't have to agree on anything, even though we've raised the same way. We are unique, right? And for me, the way I've um, I've uh, in my experience, when I've gone through those, the way I've handled it is um, something I learned years ago when I attended some support groups. Was you know you don't you I cannot I don't want to stop loving the person, but doesn't mean I can agree with their actions. Mm-hmm. I I don't like their actions, but I still love the person. And for me, that um, that makes a difference, right? I don't get stuck with the um, with what they did, and I don't agree. I try to move forward, even if the relationship doesn't go back to what it was, because there are things that they can be really hurtful. But still, I don't have to carry those things with me, mm. right? like okay I cannot go to where the um, fairy tale in like in the books family it is but I can still you know be around enjoy your presence and move on I can just you know accept the other person and that's it at the end of the day um, what you mentioned Rebecca is what what I know about me and what can I do, right? I'm not responsible for the other person's actions. I'm not responsible for how they react. So it's very hard, yes. There are links that cannot be, they're broken and you know, you will be missing that link for the rest of your life. But you know, it's, there's still more chain ahead, right? <laughs> <laughs> you can still write stories probably not as strong but it's still you know, mm. still there there are ways so and life is too short mm. yeah and that's the bottom line isn't it life is very 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 short when we're, when we're waiting yeah very short um it's yeah i mean it's a really fascinating topic because I suppose there's the there's the ambiguity of what well, what defines family. You know, we we started off with the why. You know, why family is important, and then kind of you know the what what is family. I mean, as Rebecca eloquently put it, you know, that's not constrained to a blood connection. It's so much more. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think that 
Do you think that people generally, from your two's experience, look at look on it in that real wider context of no, it's only it's only blood that matters. You know, we've talked about this in a wider context, but do you feel that that's typical of people that they do look at it, or do you think they do sort of no, it's it's biology only? I think it's, um, it has to be, it is different appreciation and it's a generational uh, thing. Now, you know, when you were asking the question, I'm thinking how my grandparents see the concept of family, right? Mm -hmm. Just blood and just, I mean, even though, at least in my family, we go to uh, the fifth generation, we have books with a great, great grandfather, right? But it was just blood related. And then as um, you know, the younger generations, they are more open, right? To not just the the family as a parents and, and siblings, but also as hey, um, you know, I have this group of friends that they really I grew up with them and then they feel like family. So I think it's a generational, um, it has mm -hmm. to, it, it's been evolving, right? it's mm -hmm. been changing. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm, I'm thinking now that you pose the, the question, like how my grandfather saw, right? The family, how the, um, my um, uncles, you know, still kind of tied to it, like very close uh, bonds to each other with the cousins, etc. But then as we, you know, we see um, my cousins, my younger than me, they, they are a little different. Like, oh yeah, we can see it. We know we're related, but you know, I, I have a stronger bond, uh, bonds are around, right? Not just family related. So I think it's different. It's more open now. Um, and I'm really glad you've raised that generational aspect, Rubria. But let's park that for a moment. Towards the end, I want to bring that back in because this this is, uh, yeah, a bit like Rebecca did earlier on. You, you've took a, a key question away from, from things here. But that's fine. That's fine because we're on a, you know, a journey of discovery with this. Rebecca, any thoughts around, around what, uh, what's just been said? Yeah, I think I would agree that there is this kind of opening um, of mindset around, um, you know, I know it's kind of almost a cliche now, but oneness and that we're all connected. And in a sense, you know, by being a human being and looking into someone's eyes, we, we are all family. You know, we've all come from the same place. And um, so I think that kind of unity that's happening, that we're kind of stepping into at the moment, um is allowing us to really look at that and be in spaces where we can see fellow human beings as our as our family and not have that kind of separation of oh you know this is my family and you know which um of of course family is, is so so important you know I guess it depends it goes back to the person again doesn't it and the unique situation mm -hmm. and circumstance um but yeah I think that's it's a really really interesting um um recognition um rubri around how things are changing because i would agree with that yeah i think it is kind of shifting and the younger generation have got that more open mindset around it mm. fascinating fascinating okay so let's look at world game changers let's bring in this you know a word that's used regularly listeners within World Game Changers and readers, I should say, because um, this is obviously part of the Blessed Beyond Belief book. Um, but a word that's used regularly is, is this blessed. And I've certainly been very consistent around using the terminology family because of the closeness, uh, you know, and there's varying degrees of that, of course, um, where, where people have a, a relationship and whatever dynamic that may or may not be. 
But generally speaking, when you look at the World Game Changers um, family, for me, it is everything that a family is about. So I kind of want to use that as a platform to open up the discussion around what are some of the traits that's needed for somebody to be classed as family. And I know we've kind of touched on it very, very lightly, but, you know, let's forget the blood, the biological bit. I think we've done that one now. We know where we stand on that. But those other aspects, you know, let's, without mentioning any names, think around some of the people, the personalities in World Game Changes, because I think that's a great reflection of this, this family theme, family matters, you know, and what individuals may or may not mean to you. Any thoughts? Um, so I feel like that it's hard to kind of create like, you know, create a defining factor that means someone is family to you. Um, but I feel like in the case of World Game Changers, there's this kind of indescribable energy that has brought us together. And um, and even if there's not, uh, you know, a history of years and years of kind of friendship or something with 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 someone there's this kind of unspoken um energy and love I think that kind of has brought us together and that we I from, from my experience anyway there's this kind of like felt sense that um that we are connected and that we are family and um you know I so but it's hard isn't it it's, I don't know it's hard for me to kind of pinpoint something it almost feels like it's um something that is just there without without words you know when you just kind of feel it I guess um but of course love and um uh love and purpose I would say are kind of two of the core um themes if you like for want of a better word <laughs> mm. and uh, i don't think they get much yeah. bigger than that really love yeah. and purpose i mean blimey <laughs> talk about talk, you know the top of the tree so to speak i personally can't think of anything bigger than those two but that's just me <laughs> rubria have you got any thoughts around what rebecca's just said yeah i agree <clears throat> and for us i think it's um you know as as a family right um I think it's just uh, what we said earlier, the group of people that we share the same values, mm. right? That we are honest to ourselves and willing to, to just be open, right? To know the other person in the family, you know? And even if we don't talk, much if we don't see in person if we you know we still feel the connection that for me has been um you know amazing how mm. I remember the first meeting I attended I was like wow this is it I feel relaxed I feel safe I felt um that I could just be me right without the uh, let me watch what I say. Maybe this other person has, you know, more experience. That doesn't matter, right? We are all just look at each other like human beings. Like we are there to support each other, to cheer for the others, to help. And, and I think that's all, you know, it's what family is about. So that we fit the, the description. Mm. <laughs> Yeah, that openness, as you say, Rubria, that just open and safe space where you can just be yourself. Mm -hmm. There's no judgment. There's no expectation. There's no kind of hidden agendas. It's just we are just being who we are and just all kind of we've all got that same goal or mission or, um, you know, just wanting to help people and coming together in that mission. Um, and yeah, that, that openness of, of just this is who I am and that's OK and we're going to figure it out together. Yeah. Beautiful. What's what's come to me, uh, and I know Rebecca, you and I have done quite a lot of work around this um, in a previous phase around the six human needs. 
And I just wondered to what degree I'd like to go into each of what each in uh, of those six human needs in the context of family. You know, so how does family meet our the first human need, the need for certainty? To what degree? And this is a massive question because I suppose it's very general. You know, we're kind of well. There's a no one size. There's never a one size fits all definition of family, and the dynamics are different because we're all different, and you know, person personalities, experiences, etc., etc., etc. So, you know, in some respects, but I just, you know, I know there's a relationship between our six human needs as individuals and how we may then interact. And, you know, to bring in a word that's been used previously, these projections, because it ceases to be about the the reality, the truth of the bigger picture, but it see, and it starts to become more about us and our model and our lens of the world depending on what our individual needs are. So, like I say, a very general question, but to what degree does family give us that certainty, that first human need? How does that play into that? I feel that, as you kind of specified, it is a very, very general question, but I I think if you've got a real like a real stability and core um sense that your family is there for you and your there's you know it's an unconditional love I think that then yeah it does meet that certainty but it depends on the family and the dynamics and the kind of I guess unconditional love is the thing really isn't it because if that's not there if, if it's conditional love if it's like oh I'll you know I'll help you um but only if you know if that kind of energy is there, then it's not going to feel certain. It's not going to f- f- uh, provide that need for certainty. Mm. And that's a very, very good. And I want to play devil's advocate here, Rebecca. That's a very, very good textbook answer. That's a brilliant textbook answer. But we're human beings and we're fallible and we have insecurities and we have vulnerabilities. And that goes with the territory, as you know, of being a human being. So I love that as a kind of as a textbook pure answer but isn't the reality, and I ask this as a question rather than a suggestion, that, you know, with all these traits of humanity that we have to varying degrees, it's not quite that simple because we do get attached to people and, you know, there are kind of idiosyncrasies and things that we might not necessarily plan for. But as we know, you know, life is not a linear game that we can... Um, you know, it goes all nice and smoothly. So there's a whole rich myriad of things that comes into into playing here for this this thing of certainty. You know, and ultimately as humans, you know, we can look at it from that purest point of view. But then again, we can we collectively as humans get constrained by our own vulnerabilities and projections, insecurities. So it's it's a whole mixed bag, isn't it? Any any thoughts, Rubria, on certainty and how it plays into family life? Well, I I agree with uh, Rebecca, right? It it depends on the circle you are, on how the dynamic of each family. Um, I mentioned this on, on a different uh, podcast. It's different how a, a kid, you know, um, perceives family if he's in an environment who all he hears all day is yell, yelling at him, pointing fingers and blaming him. Of course, that's going to crush his, his entire self, right? It's different, of course, in, in an, if the kid's raised in an environment that he feels appreciated, valued, uh, that he uh, that he's um, recognized when something goes well, that he he gets the help when he needs it, you know, it's, it's different. So I think the, the environment plays a huge uh, role in it. It's not just the, you know, I want to do it or, or I would like to be in a safe and, you know, nice environment, but if they don't know any other, right. It's, it's hard. Mm. And, and that you know triggers some other other things. That's what unfortunately we all know and hear. You know, of, um, 
kids in the street, you know, mm. alone, run away, drugs, in trouble, um, even, you know, at, with a family, but getting in trouble at school all the time, things like that. You know, it's, um, it's not just a parent's, um, of course, it's, you know, the main or, or the person who is taking care of the kids in this case, right? And, and this could be, you know, as a young adult or a grown-up, people who is surrounded to, but it's also the society. It is, we all have a role in it. Mm. You know, and it's going back to the openness, you know, to be aware, mm. you know, be kind, be empathic to each other, right? To say, hey, do you need help? <coughs> so yeah. it's, it's the, the idea is one thing, but I mean, the action is what really matters. Absolutely. So let, let's try and lift this. Let's try and lift this because I think, you know, the tone's been very, very foundational, deliberately so. You know, let's create this foundation of what is family, family life, or how does family matter, why does it matter, etc. Let's go on to the second human need now of variety. So why are we blessed beyond belief to have this beautiful movement, family, whatever family is, however it looks, you know, in all its weird and wonderful ways, we're blessed beyond belief. To what degree does having variety in our family add to that? to us being blessed beyond belief. You know, do we all want to be the same so we all understand each other, which kind of puts it then back into the realms of certainty? Or do we celebrate this massive diversity, these squabbles, this whatever it is that, you know, this variety, to what degree does that play into being blessed beyond belief in terms of family matters? Well, variety is the best, you know. <laughs> Who wants to eat a soup with just water and salt? You know, you want to put different ingredients, so it's the it's the same thing, right? It put it triggers your creativity. It triggers your you know exposure to some other things, to other ideas, other other challenges, right? Mm. Why not? I mean, talking about the the fallouts, right? That you mentioned earlier. Well, then there you go. Then it puts your your brain to to develop a critical thinking what should i do <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right yeah, so yeah. i think it's um being unique and embracing you know our differences and our you know uh, our uniqueness in, in bringing together as a group i think is the best mm. Water and salt, listeners, readers, water and salt. That's what we are. That's Leave that one with me, Rubri. I like that. I mean, that is variety personified. That really is variety personified. Rebecca, any thoughts about we as water and salt? <laughs> well, um, I really resonated with what you shared, Rubri, around that, you know, the uniqueness and, and who we are as individuals, um, embracing that and celebrating that. And um, I feel like each of our uh, unique way that we can contribute um, is, is, is all going to be different. And so that's actually the strength of us all coming together because we all can come at it from a different angle. We've got a different um, perception of things or a different um, skill set or um, a whole different kind of way of looking at life. And so bringing, bringing all that into the mixing pot we kind of cover all grounds in that way and so I feel like yeah the uniqueness of who we are and um really embracing that to bring that gift out in that person um so that then we can all kind of come together and um like pieces of the puzzle it starts to um kind of yeah work together in a way that we can um help offer a greater service to the world yeah and celebrate each other right yeah. yeah yeah okay so on this um on this note now let's move on to the third human need the need for significance we'll generalize without you know because like i've said with kind of 
deconstructed the uh, the mythology of family, and I think it's fair to say we've come up with a you know a common definition. Certainly, how us three see it. Um, listeners, readers, you'll be the judge of how you see it if you see it differently or the same or what have you. But you know this this need for significance. How are we blessed beyond belief within our family, whether it's direct world game changes, uh, whatever it is? How do they make us feel significant? How do families make do they make us feel significant? Do families push it the extra mile rather than you know somebody just in the street? Oh, hello, uh, your hair looks nice today because uh, I get that uh, mentioned to me regularly about how nice my hair looks. Um, <laughs> I should have flagged that up, shouldn't I? I was a humour alert. Um, anyway, <laughs> we'll, we'll move swiftly on. Any thoughts, girls? Any thoughts? Um, well, I feel like with my family, I know that, what I, you know, if something was to happen, if I was really in trouble, they would be there for me, no matter what kind of thing. And, you know, I, I, don't, I don't know how that kind of plays into significance, but I guess that there's this feeling that, um, you're supported and that um, yeah it's an interesting one significance um, but you, you you feel significant in the sense that you know you're being cared for you're being looked after you've so you've got people that have got your back yeah and and I, I will add a little bit and tie it to to something you mentioned Rebecca the you know everyone has some um, different set of skills, right? Um, just yesterday, I was asking uh, friends and family for prayers for um, someone in particular. And, and I went and asked someone in particular, a cousin of mine, um, he's a priest. And I, you know, I was like, can you please help? Yes, of course, his response also, you know, was so kind. Um, so I think in this, uh, answering the question, right, this, how I see, right, putting it not in the opposite way, not just me as an example, but um, how I see other members right, in the family, with a particular um, area that they are expert or they're, you know, they're they are, um, strong in their set of skills. How I notice that, how I, going back to what you mentioned, Rebecca, what they are, um, I've been putting attention on what they do, so I know who to ask, mm. right? And, in thinking of the family, a world game changers family, right? I think it's the same thing. We all celebrate when someone says, hey, I finished this um, project. Well, we all do it. It's not like I'm probably not uh, involved, right? At that particular one. But yet, hey, we, I follow, I knew it was ongoing. I knew it was... Um, so I'm looking for when the, the, the goal is reached. So feeling both sides, right? The, I've been tracking how you're doing, kind of a, I'm, I'm looking after, right? In case, hey, I'm here. If you need help, mm -hmm. right? Raising a hand. But on the other side, um, like, hey, I know I'm working on this and I know I have a group of people that I can say if I get stuck or if I stumble or if I feel like one day I'm like, oh, I'm not sure I'm going to make it. Right? Mm -hmm. I know I have a group of people who will cheer for me. Mm -hmm. Okay. So that also then speaks to me or nicely segues in no coincidence here into the fourth human need of love and connection. And I think it's fair to say that, uh, you know, apologies, readers, listeners, for generalising too much. But from my experience, and, uh, you know, I speak my truth around my experience, that the vast majority of people 
Um, no, I'm going I'm to simmer that down a bit. A, a lot of people, the majority, oh, settle for connection rather than love because apparently love hurts and it's safer. Any thoughts around that? And is that the defining difference between what we then call family? So we can have a relationship in, you know, we could even have a Facebook relationship with his, you know, is a connection. In an e-connection, a digital connection. But does that then, to move it from connection to love, is that the defining difference that then enables us to label something family rather than, I don't know, colleague or just general connection or whatever? Any thoughts? I think the love, you know, is the answer in the sense of belonging. You can have a lot of connections. You can have, um, um, they just put it in, you know, in the Facebook um, context, right? Mm. A lot of connections, a lot of, you know, uh, friends. But with which of them you really feel that sense of belonging, meaning that you can feel um, free to call at any time, feel to talk about topics that you probably won't share with all of those connections, right? In the sense of belonging, the, um, is what it triggers, the, one of the first steps to create, you know, that path to, to say, okay, yeah, I'm, I'm loved, I feel loved, and I love this other person as well. Mm. You know, to create a bond. Mm. Beautiful. Rebecca? Um, yeah, I, I agree. I think that um, the belonging piece is so important because, um, you know, then you feel safe and you feel uh, that you can reach out and um, be yourself. And as you say, we have those conversations and, you know, um, when things are tough in life. Um, so, yeah, you could have connections on social media or you you know but um there's I guess yeah there's a difference between uh just a connection of someone that you've kind of met and then it it, it kind of poses the question of developing a relationship and a, a friendship or you know however that looks like a, a dynamic with that person and 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 I and I guess that's where um the kind of love comes into it isn't it in the sense of belonging mm. So at this point, I just uh, something that um, arguably, and we're into the should have, would have, could have territory now. Big no-no, by the way. But anyway, we're going to go there because um, that's what families do, isn't it? They break rules. They break rules with each other when maybe they should not do that. But we're going to do it anyway because we can because we're family. And um, <laughs> so um, I've just gone, Rebecca, I've just gone down a rabbit hole here. Um, Rebecca and I laugh of, you know, around rabbit holes because when we get talking on our many weird and wonderful topics we invariably go down rabbit holes and forget <laughs> what we even started talking about and that's okay because apparently family, families can do that yes. as, as opposed to kind of I don't know strangers will think what is he on about what is he talking about because even now I'm rambling to try and remember what it was I started in the first place <laughs> so I'm buying time Showed a bit of vulnerability here. Um, yeah. So uh, growth and connection. So those first four that we've spoke around, certainty, variety, significance, love and connection, they're the core, core foundational needs that we have as human beings. And then when we've got those in place, we move on to the two higher, what Tony Robbins, and I haven't attributed this six human needs model to Anthony Robbins, but it's his brilliant creation so you know credit where it's due i wish it was mine but it isn't um and so to you know to acknowledge tony robbins but then he alludes to that we go into the two higher spiritual needs which we can only go into when the first four have been addressed and the fifth one is the need for growth and the ultimate highest human need is the need for contribution i want to kind of lump those together girls if i can growth and contribution how do, how are we blessed beyond belief? You know, how do we grow with each other? How do we contribute to each other? 
and you know in any context that you you see you see either personally or generally professional however you want to frame it any thoughts well i will i will start saying that um how um recognizing myself that i i have limits yes but I can always be in the lookout for new things, right? And encouraging, you know, in my case, uh, having two little ones, encouraging, encouraging them that they can pursue, you know, anything. There is no such thing like this is, just for girls, this is just for boys, this is just for adults, this is, I mean, if they are, um, why not, right? Someone says, you yeah, know, there is a saying out there, sky is the limit, well, yeah, right? Mm -hmm. And once again, life is too short to live with restrictions, right? We have to, um, to thrive, right, to look for for something that it will um, make us happy. I think that would be for me, right? Not just go, go, go and do and forget, you know, uh, who is in the road or just, you know, be selfish of me doing it, but also, okay, how can I pursue what I, I want or I can see that it's something I want to grow into or something I'm learning but I want to grow how can I um how can I um work on it and make it happen and then um and then um showing the way that there is a path that can be followed that there is meaning, a meaning to it and see who else in the way, that's how I picture in my head, right? Going in through a path and I, want, I have my goal, but on the way, okay, there are people who wants to join. Hey, you know, it's, it's about support. It's about growth, not just uh, as a one individual, because I think that would be a selfish thing. And um, how within my growth, I can invite more people. I can, um, or, or I can join maybe some other paths also, right? Mm. Um, and that way contribute to a greater goal, contribute to each other. And, and lead um, by example, basically. Mm. Not alone, that's one thing I, um, my personal experience, I, um, I've seen it works, right? Mm. Working through, through, you know, whatever the goal might be, professional or personal or whatever that might be. Going alone is not the is not the answer. Okay, going alone is not the answer. That's, that's a great uh, yeah, I love that. So, final words for for you, Rebecca, on this growth and contribution, and how it dovetails in being blessed beyond belief in terms of family matters. Any thoughts? Any concluding thoughts? Mm. Um. So, what came to my mind as you were speaking, Rebecca, was around. Um, I mean, kind of all on the same, um, you know, um, wavelength really. And, and that kind of, uh, that mirror that we hold for each other, that honesty, that support, um, the belief in ourselves and, and following our dreams and then having people around us that are going to support us and, and help us to grow in that. Um, and, um, you know, sharing, sharing the journey, sharing with open hearts and with open minds and, um, you know, uh, um, not being afraid to kind of 
you know say say the truth sometimes because that you know can help people and and so I think that um with that with that awareness as well and with that love and that respect and honoring people and and um yeah ultimately um supporting all of us in our in our dreams of what we want to achieve and as you say we are stronger together you know in that so um so yeah Mm. that's my thoughts (laughs) that's your thoughts well, girls, all I've got to say, um, it's been a fascinating, I think it's been a fascinating conversation. Uh, I started off de- deliberately, initially, I don't know if you felt that energy, but a little bit provocative and a little bit challenging. That was that was to create that foundation because I, from a personal point of view, I know what a beautiful thing family is. Now, however you want to label it, you know, the labels in many respects are totally irrelevant. So played with this a bit. Hope you've enjoyed it. The big thing really is, is is to understand that, you know, and I think it's just been summed up there very, very eloquently that nobody goes through it alone or we shouldn't need to. And I speak as one that did for many years. You know, I've, I've coined the phrase around my own journey, being the lonely leader, thinking I was strong. The actual reality is if, well, if I was or if I wasn't is not the issue. But the point is a definite, if there'd have been more people involved that I'd have let in, whatever strength was portrayed would have been a million times more powerful and beneficial to humanity. And that's really why the strapline of World Game Changes is together as one. Doesn't that really sum up family life? Mm. Mm. It is. Okay. I'm going to leave it there, listeners. I'm going to leave it there. You you think about it, and I say listeners and readers, you think about it, what family life means to you, how family matters to you. How much do you need family in all its weird and wonderful forms? And I'm going to sign off now, the way I always do, by saying, remember, the world's changing. Or should I say, the family's changing. How will you respond Thanks very much for listening to this World Game Changers podcast episode. Hopefully you found it interesting and helpful. Drop a line to paul at worldgamechangers.org with any thoughts or questions you may have, and he'll be more than happy to respond. Remember, the world's changing. How will you respond?